We have ourselves another Monday Nitro watch party here for you this week on Kicking Out of Two, the home of Nostalgic Pro Wrestling Podcast as a part of the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. I am one half of the hosting squad, Dave Rosenluth, joined here with my main man, Dennis Jay Levy. What's up, buddy? Hey, chilling. Good, good, good to be back. That, uh, this is going to be a fun episode. That this era of Monday Nitro, that, that, that I forgot how much I... Last week we saw we, we, we saw an episode and I forgot how much I loved 97 WCW. So yeah. I'm excited. Let's yeah. go. Celebrating the 25-year anniversary of 1997, a pivotal year. Um, I'm sure that we'll be covering some Monday Night Raws as well, some Raws Wars. Uh, is a part of the, uh, the 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 look back at 1997. This episode here is a, is one of my favorites. It was the the evening. It was um, June 30th, 1997. So on your peacock, it will be season three, episode 26. Um, this episode emanated from the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. It was made a big deal because at that time MGM Grand um, used to host the Halloween Havoc pay per view events. And it was it was a big market for WCW at that time. It felt like a pay per view. Uh, this was the evening that we saw the debut of Kurt Henning in WCW, and I believe this was also the debut of Raven as well. There was a big mystery as to who Diamond Dallas Page's mystery tag team partner was going to be at the upcoming Bash at the Beach pay per view, as he was set to take on Macho Man Randy Savage and Scott Hall, the NWO. Uh, the main event of this episode, I believe, is Luger, DDP, and the Giant against the Outsiders and Randy Savage. So that should be a lot of fun. Um, overall, this episode of Nitro just jam-packed wall-to-wall fun. I remember watching it as a, a young Dave Rosenbluth. So now old Dave Rosenbluth is going to relive it with all of you on the Peacock. Still the worst app in the history of America. So Yeah, but just as a disclaimer, too, that, that uh, before, before, before our podcast, we were having trouble, and it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it was very similar to the. Uh, oh, here we go. Oh, look at this. I found this on the web. The W. This is my Apple Watch that just went off. The WCW United States Championship Reddit post. Terry Funk defeated Ricky Steamboat and Flying Brian in a three-way dance. Oh, it's been an awesome match. The NWA World from March 17th, 1990. Interesting. Okay. Um, Oh, this is my watch um, doing all this stuff. Okay. As I'm talking here. All right. Shut up, bitch. Um, Back to what I was saying. What was I saying? I was saying about uh, the Peacock. Oh, Peacock. Yeah, this is very similar to when we did the WrestleMania 8 episode. And it took forever and a day to get everything queued up properly uh, because Peacock is still a piece of shit. So, um, yeah. Um, so I'll give you a countdown, all that good stuff. I'll cue the time as best as I can. Um, I'll have the audio up on my end from time to time. Hopefully you keep yours down so you can hear the soft, soothing sounds of Dennis J. Levy and myself as we discuss WCW Monday Nitro from June 30th, 1997. This special Monday Nitro watch party, watch along if you will. Um, you can find this show and all the other great shows of the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network by searching Retromania with a W on any podcasting platform available. Spreaker, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Um, we're on Our home is on Podbean. we got all kinds of great content out there for you. Marking out the days. Um, Gaijin Wrestling Radio, Hulkamania is Dead, Origins of Attitude, Cool Truth with AC, this show, Kicking Out of Two, other great bonus content. Find it all there. Evergreen Podcast, at your leisure, at your listening pleasure. So pop those earbuds in and uh, check us all out by searching Retromania with a W. So um, let's do the damn thing, if you will, Dennis. 
uh, June 30th, 1997, Season 3, Episode 6. Uh, I'll give you guys a countdown, and when I say play, press play. So, without further ado, 3, 2, 1, play. All right. Look at that, on time. I, 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 I was selfishly hoping for a meltdown, but I'm glad it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we play the, um, the, the audio here, the Nitro Open. That was pretty awful. Yeah. 
question for you. Michelle, is he truly the 60-minute man? <laughs> More like 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, you're talking about Piper. You couldn't be talking about Flair. There it is, the kilt. Here is all that's left of one of the truly great wrestling legends. Poor B. Jean. He knows this is a dud. Yeah. That yeah, that was a that was a bit of a dud. Uh, for those of you watching, keeping score, uh, Flair and Piper currently embroiled broiled in a rivalry. They were teammates against the NWO at one point, and that went south uh, due to um, some issues in a match at, at the last pay per view, the Great American Bash, I believe. Piper and Flair wrestled the Outsiders. Six got involved. Flair chased Six up the aisle into the locker room. Piper was left to fend for himself. And it just kind of went downhill from there. So um, that was the, the that's that promo right there is kind of part of the build as we get towards Bash at the Beach, nineteen ninety seven. As we see Tony Schiavone here with Larry Zabisco and Mike Tenay, um, the to open up this uh, th- this episode of Monday Nitro. Um, so I got a question for you. Okay, I might have an answer. Uh, so I was watching the of course the beginning and stuff like that. Yeah. No Nitro Girls. When did, when did the Nitro Girls start? You know what? I don't remember, but I don't think it was. I, I mean, I, I, I could have was this there? Like 97? I, I, I think ninety. I think towards the end of 97 they oh, might okay. have. I know that for a while, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Kimberly, of course. Kimberly. Yeah. You know, she would accompany Diamond Dallas Page. I don't know exactly what period of time. Actually, you know what? I It, it wouldn't be long after this. I Now that I remember, because... Um, when Nitro moved to three hours in August of this year, it was, um, it was August 3rd, 1997. They moved to three hours and that show was a pretty big episode. It was headlined by, um, Hogan and Luger for the world heavyweight championship. And, uh, they went unopposed there. They went head to head against Monday night raw that evening. And that was the night after SummerSlam. Um, but because they had three hours, they needed a little time to fi- time to kill, and I believe that was when they introduced the Nitro Girls. Okay, I could be wrong. I, I don't know the exact no, 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 date. There's, there's people out there that could correct me, yeah. but um, you know that was I, I. It was not long after this that we saw the. I just thought by for sure, by June of '97, the Nitro Girls were a part of the show, but I'm I just shocked that it happened. Yeah. Here we see Chris Jericho, cruiserweight champion, defending yeah. the title against Juventud Guerrero. I can't tell. Is he supposed to be a heel or face right now? Jericho, I think yeah. he's still a babyface. Okay. I think this is still babyface Jericho. 
against um, Hoovy here, if I if I recall. I don't, I don't think Jericho started turning until towards the end of this year. Okay. And was it was it Jericho Hoovy that when Hoovy lost his, his mask? Yep. That was a great match. Yeah, that was a that was a Super Brawl of '98. So yeah. uh, the following year, and this was um, yeah, this was Babyface Jericho, if I remember correctly. Um, he wrestled Ultimo Dragon at the, uh, the the Bash at the Beach pay per view. Okay, for the, it, to defend the Cruiserweight title, which I, was a pretty damn good. I was match. about to say that I had, that must have been. It, a it was match. a pretty damn good match. Uh, I I have uh, tentatively on the schedule the possibility of of us or you know someone accompanying me to watch Bash at the Beach '97 on the schedule. That's the Hogan Rodman Luger Giant main yeah. event. Yeah. Flair and Piper also wrestle on that wrestle on that card. DDP and a mystery partner against Savage and, and Scott Hall. Jericho and uh um uh, Ultimo are on that card as well as um what else is on that card? Uh, uh oh Benoit and Kevin Sullivan in a career match. Oh right. Yeah it's like false count anywhere. Yeah. Um, I just remember them fighting in the men's room. That, yeah, that was yeah. that was that was they did a few of those matches. Those are some those are some pretty wild matches, and I'm sure that Benoit or Sullivan or both will be on this yeah. on this episode of Nitro here. Um, so we were in the car on the way here, and you were talking about um, how you you have you have a hard time getting into AEW. Jericho, yeah, as we're seeing here, oh, he's awful now. So you so you don't so you're not a fan of no. Is there was there anything about his AEW? Ooh, there we see. Yeah, in the beginning, I, I really liked him. I really did. Inner I really liked him. And stuff. I, I did. Um, not really. Is is like yeah, I guess. But like, I thought I at first I really really either wanted an Omega or um, or Adam Page to be the first inaugural AEW champion. Yeah. But when he put it on Jericho, it made sense. He's it was established. Uh, by the American, uh, by the American, you know, uh, wrestling, wrestling audience, yeah, yep. yeah, wrestling audience, and like, so it made a lot of sense, and he, and I thought he was doing a really good work. At that that uh, that he lost to Moxley, and then it just went down on the hill fast, yeah. in my opinion. I, 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 there's some stuff about him in AEW that I like. I didn't care for the Orange Cassidy stuff. Um, I didn't really care for. I mean, I liked Inner Circle. There were parts of it that were good. The MJF stuff wasn't bad, um, but, but I, th- I think we get too much of Jericho now. But take MJF. That's actually I can pinpoint where I stopped liking Jericho was MJF because, yeah. because then not what they were doing wasn't entertaining or anything like that. But it's like he went from he so so after MJF, you know, you know, you know, then then it was like you know his little clique or whatever, like 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 really like. But anyway, what I'm trying to say it's like. He went to the, to the always. He gravitated to the new shiny toy. Like, like it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't MJF, and then it was that uh, oh Eddie Kingston, and it wasn't yeah. Eddie Kingston. It was, it was someone else, you yeah. know. You, then once he dropped the title, uh, that that uh, he was a leecher. You know what I mean? That's why so I didn't you, like so about you don't, him. So you don't see it as Jericho trying to help make a guy? No, no, no. Maybe because the guy the, the, he's trying to steal their shine. I really, really believe that. I really believe that. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Um I see it as him trying to make guys. I mean, Eddie Kingston on paper in the back rooms, that's what he's saying, but but in reality, I, the, the, the way I'm the way, way I'm it seeing it. Across, yeah. I mean, yeah. he lost clean to Eddie Kingston on pay-per-view. Um wasn't any kind of shenanigans. No. So and that that rivalry is um, 
But that seriously, though, did, did I do anything for Eddie Kingston? I don't think he did. I mean, Eddie Kingston and put Jericho on a card. That's my that's my opinion. Yeah, but like, let's look at Eddie Kingston for a minute. Yeah. Okay. Eddie Kingston, known to a hardcore wrestling fan, a niche audience, as a, a you know, he's popular amongst that crowd. Yeah. Mainstream wise, nobody knows who the fuck he is. Oh, of course not. Except yeah. he's some deathmatch wrestler. Yeah. Okay. And. He's become very popular in AEW. Oh, Jesus. God. We love you, Juice, but that was yeah, a bad that was that, yeah, see, He's look, mad at he, himself. He's mad at himself now. Um, working with someone like Jericho, I think that does help elevate him to a mainstream wrestling audience. The people that don't... You know, like, for instance, like... I watched a recent episode of Dynamite, and there was something going on with Kingston. And most of those AEW fans are, you know, 18 to... 49 males. But you see a fair amount of kids in the audience. Parents bring their kids and oh, stuff. God. You see kids with like Eddie Kingston t-shirts or signs or they're chanting Eddie Kingston. Not I really. don't think that would have been possible yeah. if he didn't have uh, the, the rivalry that he had with Jericho. Yeah. You know? Um, I, can, I can see why people think like, oh yeah, he gravitates to the shiny new toy. MJF, Eddie Kingston. But... Look what he's also done with the association with someone like Sammy Guevara. Or even this group that he has now, the, the Jericho Appreciation Society. Or what he did with Inner Circle. Uh, you know, with Santana and Ortiz. Like, he helped make, I wouldn't say make them household names, but he helped elevate them with the association with him. I guess that's fair. Um, that, that's just my opinion. But, I mean, I do get why, damn, this match has been kind of clunky. Very clunky. That was kind of cool, though. He went from a botch to, like, kicky thing. But anyway, oh, nice powerbomb by Jericho. Yeah. Oh, another one again. Boom. Yeah. Two in a row. One of its um, things that, 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 that he doesn't get credit for, Jericho is strong like a pole, man. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, back to what I was saying. Yeah. When it comes to Jericho, I think his intention is to... Help elevate AEW with his with his 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 name status, and also help elevate certain guys. Like I remember when he was the champ on a, on a, one of the earlier episodes of Dynamite, he had a hell of a match with Jungle Boy. Those two went at it, and Jungle Boy. That was when I became a Jungle Boy fan. Yeah, like oh nice top rope Hurricane yeah. Rana by Jericho here. Is he going to pin him? No, he's not. No, Walls Jericho. Walls Great Jericho. finish. Yeah, it's time to end it. That's he knows be it. it. Yeah, yeah, please. Let's just end it. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Jericho's probably like, what the fuck? Yeah, man? that was. For, for, for what, they, what they could have put on. Because it's sad. If I'm Jericho, this was like Lacarda or whatever. I'm like, okay, botches, whatever. Who gives a shit? Who, LaParca? Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. But you know what I meant. But uh, I'm just saying, or any other wrestler, right? Yeah. But he knows him and the Juice could put on a show. Yeah. And, th- and th- that's why. He, that's why I think he's so disappointed. And just like, just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think Jericho's intentions are are good and what he's done. Like, I became a Jungle Boy fan after that match. Yeah. Um, I became a Jungle fan when I feel, realized he was dating Anna Jay, and I'm like, and that's when I'm like, Jungle Boy, you're my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she is. She is. She is uh, she's a fox. I yeah, think she might be. Oof. Uh, current Mount Rushmore of hot, hot. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look what we got here. We got Jericho and we got Gene Mean on the mic. Let's uh, let's take a listen here.
This is a WCW belt, and it's back where it belongs in WCW. You know, it could be that Jericho has got the NWO walls crumbling down. And what is this? Wait a minute, this guy's not supposed Here comes Six. He has no business being in this arena. If you want to go through the official channels, talking to men like Dylan and other matchmakers, that's fine. This is totally uncalled for. Gentlemen, save it for a later date, please. I had no idea this was happening, Chris. Gene, he is just angry. Six, this is the interview time of the new... Why is this shirt tucked in? He looks like a fucking idiot. <laughs> Feels pretty good to beat the NWO. My friend, you beat nothing on Saturday until you went back to your hotel room that night, pal. <laughs> you can't say that on television. <laughs> what did I say? It's not even worth repeating. <laughs> as far as the NWO is concerned, Six is still the world cruiserweight champion. That may be what the NWO thinks. That is not fact. And since you got such an evil look in your eyes, I guess I'll look eye to eye with you, Jericho. I'm still the champ. You came out, interrupted me. So, I'm coming at you right now to tell you this. I'll give you another shot at the belt. I know you think you're the champ, but I'm the champ. I'll give you the shot right now. Hey. <laughs> oh, hey now. Oh, my. He asked for it. You're not kidding. He asked for it. And Jericho's hiding the fans. We've got to take a break. We'll be back on Nitro. So, hmm. so what happened at the pay-per-view? You know, were there shenanigans or something? I guess they wrestled each other on uh, on. Uh, the episode of WCW Saturday Night when Jericho won the title. Okay. So it wasn't even a pay-per-view match. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> it's weird because during this time... I used to love Saturday Night, by the way. Those were fun. Those yeah. were a lot of fun. Yeah. You didn't take it serious. I'm going to the matches I, I thought were half decent. Yeah. But like, there was no storyline. If I couldn't yeah. watch Nitro because you know I had a bad time, my parents didn't want <laughs> me to watch Nitro, then I was able to watch Saturday Night. Those were like the only... Saturday wrestling was the majority of my... My, uh, yeah. my my viewing, but this was toward this was the end of June. School was out by then, so I was I was able to watch um, Nitro. This is interesting here. They they got a pull apart brawl while Mean Gene's interviewing Alex Wright. Let's take a let's take a listen here. I think he just told him in German to shut up. Yeah. And the referee made decisions against me, and you know why? You know why? I'm gonna tell you why. Because I'm from Germany. I'm from Germany. I'm a fantastic wrestler. I agree with that. Yes. And I've got a great body. Lex Luger has nothing on me. Oh, wow. Please, let's take it this way too far. Alex White, more on a later date. This is Nitro. We're live in Las Vegas. Tony, back to you. Well, I mean, look look behind Gene, Tempers, Flurry, Alex Wright. That was really cool. That was like shit over shit. I loved yeah. stuff like that. It felt like... It didn't feel very... Or, it, it felt organic. It yeah, that's what I mean. Like rehearsed. Yeah. It's like Malenko's coming out here. Fucking, wow, this is a good start to the show. Yeah. Getting all the heavy hitters out yeah. there. Six and Jericho. We have Flair cutting a promo. I'm hoping for um, 
Um, oh, who's that guy? Oh, uh, wait a minute. Jesus. Oh, Eddie. Oh, Look nice. at this. We're just off to a roaring start here. Eddie Guerrero now jumping Dean Malenko. This was like, this was the, um, like the heel Eddie that a lot of people really were used to seeing in Mexico yeah. that came over to, to, to WCW and then eventually it transformed. Like this was the, the early, the early parts of it. Look at the look at the level of talent that we had seen so far on Nitro. You know, Hall of Famers left and right. Rick yeah, Flair, Jericho will be a Hall of Famer someday. You think Milenko is going to be a Hall of Famer? Yeah, someday? I think I they, hope so. I think they will. I hope so. Uh, Guerrero Hall of Famer. Yeah, of course. You know, um, six. I got a douchebag question for you. Okay, I might Ed, have a, I might have a douchebag uh, answer. That Eddie Guerrero doesn't pass away tragically. Yeah. Is he a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Okay. Why you don't think he was? You don't think? I, I, I mean, talent wise, absolutely. I think but it was like, too but, soon to put him but, in. But, but 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 like when you put things on paper, like he was a one time champion. I get it, uh, world champion, and then like I I I know he was IC champ and all that other stuff. But like I don't know. It's, it's, like my douchebag rebuttal is that that that. that, that He's a one of the most one one of the most best wrestlers I've ever seen in my life. Yep. So by that alone, yes, he should be yeah. in a perfect world. Yeah. But like when you when you take like you know real life Hall of Fame, right? Those people have like the creme the creme numbers, the best numbers that ever were. You know what I mean? Like 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 was Eddie Guerrero that? I don't know. I don't think so. I think he was. I just think that the they they the the induction was too soon. Like. It Maybe was, that's what it is for me. It was still it was still pretty fresh because yeah. he had passed away a few months prior. It wasn't like, uh, but I understand why they did it. You know, I yeah. get why they did it. They capitalized on his popularity. I mean, because it was so sudden. Um, but let's look at let's look at his statistics here. Let's look at what yeah. he's done. You know, Mexico, um, famous. Uh, you know, as a member of the, the the Guerrero family, his father Gory Guerrero is you know his his brother Chavo Senior. Uh, Mondo and Hector, um, they were a big draw in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was a tag team with uh, Art Bar. Uh, Who's Art Bar? I'm not familiar. Art Bar. You remember the, the wrestler in WCW? It's like early, early 90s. The Juicer. He kind of had like a Beetlejuice type of look. I know. I remember the name, but I, I can't okay. remember. I'll look him up after the show. And they were, so Art Bar and him were yep. a tag team. They were known as the. Um, the Love Machines. Okay. And, and, and what it, federation was this? This is in AAA in Mexico. Oh, okay. Right? Classic tag team. They were one of the they were one of the um the first tag teams in Mexico to be a draw instead of a singles wrestler. They were a top draw. Um Guerrero comes to America. <clears throat> he wrestles in ECW. Has a great run against Malenko. Mm-hmm. They have some classic matches in 95 and ECW. Eventually, he would come over to WCW. Cruiserweight champion multiple times. United States mm-hmm. champion. Great matches with Rey Mysterio, um, Malenko, Jericho, Benoit, the Cruiserweights, Kidman, and Hoovy, and Psychosis, and all those guys. Um, leaves, leaves WCW to go to the WWE. Member of the Radicals starts out pretty slow, but eventually does the Latino Heat stuff with China. Mm. That was entertaining. I liked it. That catches on. He becomes European champion. Eventually, he would become Intercontinental yeah. champion. What did he get fired in? What did he do? You knew, knew. He had a drug issue. Okay. Yeah. So in in two thousand and one, 
he had a drug issue and they wanted to send him to rehab. He wasn't having it. And so they let him go. Speaking of Guerrero, here's his nephew, Chavo. Always a huge fan of Chavo. And nice. This has been a good match. Really good match. I like how it started out hot with the you know the, the, the sneak attack. Yeah. Behind. And uh, did then that? he came back yeah. in 2002. Was a big part of the brand extension. They built a lot of, around him becoming the champion. I, to me, I didn't like it at first, but the great rivalry with JBL, I thought that was really good. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, that, that rivalry was fucking awesome. And I think that helped make JBL, and that also helped legitimize Guerrero's run as the champion. Yeah. Uh, stuff he did with Kurt Angle. Um, then his heel stuff with Rey Mysterio in WWE. Was wow. I wish he went five more minutes. I wanted five more that minutes. Was good. Time, that, but good but that was a good match. Good match. I think with everything I just mentioned, yeah. yes, he had a run with the champion, that great match against Brock. The stuff he did yeah. with JBL, the stuff he did with Ray, even though they did that stupid custody angle with Dominic. Yeah. To me, I thought that was great stuff. I'm glad we had this conversation because, because now I'm you on You got a refresher, yeah, right? Yeah, that was good. I think overall, good. like I think honestly, if yeah. he, had he not passed, I think he was going to um I think he was gonna get another run with the belt. I, I it looked like they were going in the direction that him and Batista were gonna have a rivalry. He was gonna steal the belt from Batista. That would have been fun. And the ru- the rumor was, yeah, was had he not passed, they were looking to do Eddie Guerrero, Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. That really? Year. Yes, that's the rumor. In two thousand and six, you think any chance any chance Eddie would have gone over that day? <laughs> I think there is a good chance. Really, Shawn? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I think there is a good chance they would have beaten Shawn. Shawn was bulletproof by then. Here, another crew. Look at this, Rey Mysterio. We're just loaded on talent here. Let's uh, let's hear what Gene and Mysterio have to say. We are at currently 26 minutes, 46 seconds, for those of you keeping, keeping track. Mysterio, welcome to the city that never sleeps. That's right, me, Gene. There's only one thing i got to say. I'm tired of being pushed around by Kevin Nash and the rest of the Wolf Pack. <laughs> I mean, first... I was thrown into a trailer. One of the greatest moments of all time. Yes. And then a couple of weeks ago on this same show, Nitro, I come out trying to have a match with six. I get jackknifed from behind. Horrible. I don't know how you walked away from that one. <laughs> we all know there's a difference in size. Seven foot, over 300 pounds. Five, four, 150 pounds. Damn. There's only one thing I gotta know. What, what, what are you suggesting, Ray? I gotta know if I can beat Kevin Nash, and I wanna challenge him tonight! Hold on. That, that would be absolutely a mismatch as far as I'm concerned. No shit, Gene. You know, Ray's small in stature, but you gotta have the biggest part of this sport. Wait a minute. Kevin Nash having the ball, the, the guts, the nerve. I got a bigger heart than him! And it doesn't matter how many times you go down. Ash, you know this isn't fair. Come on. You got a bigger heart than me, little man. How about tonight? I do a little autopsy. Great line. Great line. It's about courage, and it's about man. And I am a man, and I can take you. I can take you. Oh, my. Apparently, we have got a match. 
It's about courage. I think I think you've been having too many little bedtime stories read to you about the little train that could. Mm. I think I can. Mm. I think I can. Lavinie from Kevin Nash, but apparently, yes. See, acepto, little man. Yes, I accept. Mm. That means, mm. <laughs> Come on. That means a yes. I get it tonight. Kevin Nash, the babyface, did some of the worst promos I've ever heard in my life. Kevin Nash, the heel, the exact opposite. Yeah, that was just amazing. Oh, he was cool as shit. Yeah, yeah, he was he was cool as shit. I mean, they tried to turn, they tried to make Kevin Nash into, um, you know, like a, like a Hulk Hogan. Oh, look at this one yeah. right here. We got Bischoff on a motorcycle. Yeah, small dick syndrome, obviously. Well, I mean, it's not that big of a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I get it. Yeah. So got some audio. Maybe we'll play the audio for his promo here. Unannounced, unexpected. An NWO bike. And what in the world is he up to? I still don't think that was a good decision on the part of Rey Mysterio Jr. We know he has a never say die attitude. We talked about the size of this young man's heart, but Kevin Nash? That is still to come. What do we got? He's coming out. Oh, there he is. Look, sir. He's looking fucking good right now. Yeah. He looks younger now than he did in 87. Uh, maybe, yeah. I'm just saying he looks fucking really good right now. Cut the audio off here just for now, just because we. Yeah, we, we yeah we know Hogan's name. <laughs> yeah, we yeah we we know the deal. Yeah, we know the deal. This is uh, I mean, what are we what are we at now? We're at uh, thirty one minutes and five seconds yep. and counting, and we're right into the thick of it. With I mean, look look at the, the amount of star power we've seen on this nitro. Yeah, like did I pick a good one or did I pick a good one? This is a good one. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely a good one. This is. It's, yeah, think about it. Think about how many Hall of Famers are Nash, Rey Mysterio, card. Hogan, Bischoff, yeah. Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, D. Malenko, um, not Alex Wright. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, 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 great wrestler, not a Hall of yeah. Famer. Um, you know, Ric Flair. List goes on and on. I'm surprised Alex Wright went when that never made it to the WWE. Uh, that, uh, I, I thought he'd been a good fit over there. Yeah, I know that he. I I heard that he was like a guest coach at the performance center a few times. He's done some stints there. Um, I don't. And if I'm not mistaken, I want to say he he did take part in when they opened up the performance center in London in the UK. I think he was he helped part of you know train over there as well, not on a regular basis. But um, <clears throat> let's see what Hollywood Hogan has to say now. Oh, yeah. yeah! I've been around a long time, dudes. I've kicked giants out of buildings, body slammed them, shook the world, and one of the most fun things I did lately was when me and that dirty dog, Rod the Bod, Dennis Rodman, beat up that stinky, wart-infested giant and left Flexi Lexi laying in a pool of his own sweat 
That was one of the greatest days of my life. <laughs> so as a surprise, me and Rod the Bond got a special party going on tonight. Yeah, brother. And I'm going to let my main man, the Madness, Paul and Nash, have a lot of fun with three idiots, brother. Luger, the Giant, and that wacko, DDPP. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all that there. NWO shirts, young kids. Hot as ever. Hot as ever. So what did you think he meant by raise the cane? Was that a cocaine reference? I, You know what? That was the first thing that came to my mind. Um, let's you know, let's Google the term raising the cane. I, I'm like, I'm going to Google it right second. now. Raising the cane. Cane. I mean, they made a they made a mas- masturbation joke in, in the in the sixth. Well, segment. I just got raising canes quality chicken finger meals. All right, that's a, I hear that's a fucking phenomenal chicken tenders. Uh, Who the heck is Hector Garza? Hector Garza, you know Hector Garza? Triple yeah. A Mexico. Ah, oh, wait, wait, I'm a, I'm a dick. Yeah, uh, I do know Hector Garza. I'm sorry. Oof, it's looking like he wants to break his neck. To create a great commotion, to cause much trouble. Okay. Yeah. That's what he means. All right. I don't think that was a very popular um, 
uh, what uh, term, whatever. And look what we got here, Mister Lord Stephen. Well, he's not Lord anymore. He's just Stephen Regal, the WCW mm-hmm. World Television Champion, making his way out here. Always love Stephen Regal. Regal, very underrated. A lot, a lot of people say um, should have been world champion at one point. What do you think? That's a tough sell for me. Yeah. That that that. Uh, I mean, he's great, but like, when 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 would you ever make him champion? Like, like, like what federation and like when? I can't think of one well, time would have been a good time. I don't think WCW would have been that place. I um. So WWE, like when then? Like who would have been like John Trump. Cena? <laughs> like uh, like. Well, I, re- I remember they they they. They had him win the King of the Ring one year. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, beat CM Punk. I was stunned. And it appeared that they were kind of on that path to him maybe challenging for the title at one point. Uh, but I, I could have seen him challenge for the title in that role as the king. Uh, but to be um, the champion itself? Yeah. Hey, listen. Let's put it this way. I didn't think Bradshaw... That, turn, that would turn himself and transform into JBL and That's become, a, good point. become a, a a main event player. Yeah. You know, I thought that was a joke in the beginning. And yeah, the stuff, took, and then it took it took that angle with Eddie Guerrero for me to really buy into it. It pretty much took me seriously. So he beat the big show in that match where he got choke slammed and went out of the ring, under the ring. Oh, the I'm page. like, what a cool finish that was. Yeah. That's when I finally officially came on the JBO bandwagon. It yeah. took it that long. Yeah. But I see what you mean, though. So, I mean, during that era of WWE when you had the brand split, yeah, I think Regal could have been. I don't think, at that time, Raw was the big show. So Raw had, like, the top names, like Triple H, Shawn Michaels, you know, John Cena, Kurt Angle, names like that. I don't think Regal would have survived as champion on that show, but maybe on a SmackDown where you had smaller names. Yeah. Names that, I mean, SmackDown was always considered the B show, unfortunately, but I could have seen Regal have a small run with the world title against like someone like a, a, a maybe an Eddie Guerrero or a Batista, um, but a long, sustainable run as the champion where everyone's chasing him for the belt? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think he would have been a transitional champion at I, best. I, so I'm going through the the, the really regal, regal Rolodex. I can think of only one time it could have been potentially perfect for him to be champion. Was Triple H champion when he when he hit him with like the uh, like we made him all bloody or the, from hitting with the sledgehammer and, the, and like the nunch- and like the brass knuckles and stuff? Was he the champion uh, when he did that to him? Who Triple H? Yeah. That would be the only time when I could think. It that was, w- he was in Evolution, I remember. Yeah. And I think that was when Re- they had Regal like paired up with Eugene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Hunter was the champion or not during that point. I don't think he was. But I think that was when Benoit was I still think, the champion. I think you're right about that. But hypothetically speaking, if Triple H was the champion during that segment. Jesus. That was a total. This has been a botcharama. Yeah. This These is not, high flyers this is not they good. need to chill it. This is not good. There was, even during the um, freaking um, highlight package for this Garza guy, he was missing those corkscrews every single time. He landed one with like 50 guys on the outside. Yeah. But, I mean, this one here, that was pretty He needs a chill. That was oh, rough. man. That was pretty rough. If I'm not mistaken, I believe um, he is the fa- he Hector Garza, who's no longer with us anymore. He passed away a number of years ago. Um, he is the father of WWE's Angel Garza. Really? Yeah. Who I liked in NXT, and then when they brought him up to the main roster, 
That was just that was a that was. It's a, tough. Yeah. I think he actually has a good gimmick. It's just they don't know what to do with it. Well, I thought he was great in NXT. I thought they really did a, a good job of establishing him. You know, with the cruiserweights yeah. and stuff. We see the regal stretch. Such a here. great finish. Yeah, I like this finish. The STF, but it's called the regal stretch. Tapping out. I think this was right around the time when they just started ad- admonishing the or ad- 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 acknowledging, excuse me, the tap outs as a form of submission. Because a lot of times, like, the referee would get down yeah. in the guy's face. And then, you know, you only yeah. knew that he fucking quit or said he was done when the referee stood up and, and called for the bell. I want to say I could pinpoint the moment where that changed was uh, Ken Shamrock versus Vader. Yeah. The Vader tapped out and everyone was like, yeah, that, let's do that, it. That took place before this this Nitro we're watching here. So you might be right. I think that, that, that was, I, I go with, I'm almost stern about that. They were trying to. But I thought the same thing. And I'm like, wait, he, he, he didn't say I quit. It, it, that, that, uh, then they. Called the match, and I'm like, okay. And I just remember after that, everyone started tapping. Because you know how they have the, um, oh, here we got the Steiner brothers. Let's hear what they got. This should be a good interview, especially with Scott's promo skills. Let's check this out. You promised the folks you would be here, and I know what more, Paul and Nat. That's right, me, Gene. Five months ago, Eric Bischoff stripped me and my brother of the world tag team titles. And we had to wrestle every tag team there is to be the number one contenders once again. Well, we've done that, and Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, the way we see it, you owe us a title shot. And you know, I should point out for the record, Rick, that uh, Eric Bischoff has no stroke any longer, so he's not going to be able to pull any of his shenanigans. Well, Gene, we ain't leaving until I come out here and accept that challenge. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh-oh, see, they fucked up. This is where you have Ravis Deer come out with chair shots, man. Anyway. Look, they got the whole team there. Sign a contract with a Sharpie. Next time we see you guys, it'll be in a ring for a title shot. And then make sure you close your eyes in the back because we might 
right past you somewhere back there today. <laughs> mind, if, mind if I take take a look? You're excused. You're excused. Well, they've, they've signed a document that makes it official. First opportunity, of course, the signers to get a shot at you. Cab, I told you, those two Einsteiners, they've never been the same since that traffic accident. <laughs> Gene, you want to take a look at this contract? Yes, it says that a date right to be announced. These two brain surgeons, oh my. they have signed for a date. <laughs> So, as funny as that was, yeah, that makes the Steiners look silly. Yeah, it, but like that, the, there's, I mean, I think the baby yes, faces. Like, I think yes and no, because because I think it's like they know they're gonna sign the contract, they're gonna try to fuck them over. But it's like we already knew you're gonna fuck us over. We just want a title shot. Fine, we will beat the Japanese asses and we will beat the your asses, and boom. I don't know, I just, but I'm with you too. I, 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 uh, I thought they both kind of anyway. It made them look yeah. silly. Like, like, and then, like, you know, Zabisco, like, foreshadowing that, like, oh, aren't you going to look at it? Like, you already could kind of tell something was up, like, when when they, you know, when they made that reveal. But the innovator of the selfie, Sonny Ono with psychosis making his way to yep. the ring. We are currently tracked at 46 minutes and 37 seconds and counting. And it looks like psychosis is going to be in action here. Um, but, yeah, there's been a lot on this Nitro. A ton. Yeah. And we're, you know, we're... About halfway through here. Oh, he's been a fan of psychosis. I thought he's. I I, I thought he had has had some good matches. Yeah. Um. On Nitro, I wouldn't say I have a favorite match. Did you see that woman in the front row with the red shorts? Yeah. There? What's going on? The with ring her? girl. She is awfully tall. Yeah. I don't know if it's the heels or if she is just one really tall woman. What, what is she doing though? She like towers over like Sonny Ono. They sometimes they used to have like ring girls that would oh, take yeah. like the guy's gear and bring it to the back, stuff like that. It, it was like unofficially official. Yeah, she's really tall. She's walking back there. But anyhow, um yeah. who is this guy who's wrestling? Chulu or Super Kalo. Thank you. Yeah. They didn't get any show anyway. Um he uh yeah. Oh, of course, yeah, now it says red right shirt. <laughs> yeah, super Kalo. Uh, but uh, anyhow, um, so, I mean, I don't have a, a... If there's one match from Psychosis that I could say that I enjoy, it was probably the match from Bash at the Beach 1996 and he opened up against Rey Mysterio. Yeah. That's probably one of my favorite matches, cruiserweight matches uh, of this era of WCW. Which, by the way, that was the pilot show for Kicking Out of Two. You could find in the archives the inaugural show. It goes three hours. Did a watch along by myself. They'll never do that again <laughs> for three that hours. That tough. Oh, man. I, I, that was brutal. I've said it before. Oh, look at this. Look at Sonny Ono. Sonny Ono just waylaying up. Mm. Jesus. Where was the referee for that? Probably distracted. You know what we missed? Uh, that that, that uh, We should we could have had um, a Eric Bischoff versus Sonny Ono match. Eric Bischoff is Sonny Ono, yeah. yeah. That would have been uh, that would have been interesting. Both <laughs> friends in real life. Are they? Okay. Yeah. In fact, um Bischoff got Sonny Ono into WCW. Sonny Ono used to had a background in like sales and marketing, and 
He used to work with Bischoff. Okay. Before their before their days in wrestling, and then eventually he came into WCW. Um, I thought he was a hit. I thought that was a good choice there. And then he, I, oh yeah, no, he. I thought he had a, a a good character too. I liked the the little, you know, evil Japanese businessman. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was. Um, I thought it was fitting when he when they paired him up with like the Luchadors, like Ultimo Dragon and Psychosis. Like, unfortunately, I hate to say this, but you know, I was like at that age where my my wrestling mind was conditioned like well why isn't he with a japanese guy yeah yeah you what, know what they did with the girls they did with the girls yep yeah. we talked about it in the last episode yeah. with the kira hokuto and i think he managed bol nakano at some point too i'm very sure you're right about that. um oh look at Ooh, that nice bump nice bump there yeah by by psychosis but um i think if i'm not mistaken sunny ono he still Bischoff still talks about their friendship on uh, <laughs> on one two. That was a fucking botchy finish there. Yeah, shouldn't Sonny have held his foot? And don't do that to kind of finish for a lucha match. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I gotta say, you got. I must Half say, start. Oh, oh, what an elbow! That was an elbow. Damn. <laughs> oh, oh, the the chairman. Here we go. Oh, Laparca. Laparca's gonna. Oh, uh, God. I love Lobark. God rest his soul. I know. It's funny how it is. You ever see that bump? That, 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 anyway. Oh. oh. That was a gimmick chair. I love how he was the only one that had a wooden chair. Everyone else, <laughs> when they used a steel chair, it was a steel chair. But he had a wooden chair. Oh, we got Hoovy. Looks like we're going to have a little luchador showdown here. Is he coming to save Super Kello? Oh, looks like. What are you doing? Oh, tilt the world. There we go. Oh. Wasn't he already in the anyway? I hate when people lose a match and they come out later and they kick some ass. I think like why couldn't I, you do that in the other match? Yeah, no, no, not even, not even that. I, I always think like if you lose a match, you're done for the show because you should be selling your injuries. Yeah. And stuff and yeah, that was. Oh I mean, yeah, ten minutes. You lose a match at ten year, ten minutes later. Anyway. Yeah, oh, I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Um. What we got coming out now? We got oh, it's the opening pyro for the second hour of Nitro with the red carpet. Jesus, did you see the flames? Look at the carpets on yeah, fire. Yep. <laughs> this is the second week in a row there there was a uh, fireworks botch. But they do they they did it during a match. Yes, the I mean, last yeah. One. And then this one here they they uh, they they, they burn the red carpet, which which probably oh look at it. Chuck Zito in the front yeah. row, former Hell's Angel. So it can't be Flair. So it's probably Piper making fun of Flair. Or maybe it's... Um, That's my prediction. Maybe it's uh, Deborah McMichael. Ah, good boy, yeah. The yeah. NW, or yeah. Uh, the Four Horsemen. Steve McMichael and... Oh, no, it's no. Buff. It looks like we're going to have ourselves... Oh, my God, it's finally got the big hole. Jesus, they torched that carpet. <laughs> Why is there a red carpet, though, right now? I imagine it's it's probably somebody with a valet that's uh, yeah. uh, got heels on because you see the steel grates on that ramp. The, the, the women could... Uh, is he got a fucking sword? Yeah. <laughs> Who is that guy? Anyway? That's Masahiro Chono. Okay. He's got a fucking sword. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I mean, nowadays, Drew McIntyre, he comes out on SmackDown with a sword. But He's still doing that? Yeah, I hate All that right. too. I don't like that either. I, I guess the rumor has it that, that Vince always had that sword on his back wall. 
And so just here, just fucking take it for your gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, he, yeah, I think that's Vince's personal sword. I don't know why Vince had a sword, but yeah, here we go. Yeah, you're, you're Six man that. tag. Flair, Benoit, and Mongo against the Horsemen. Interesting. Yeah. Because for a while, during this era of WCW, Flair was kind of separated from the Horsemen. He did that stuff with Piper, and he was facing off against the NWO. And the Horsemen kind of had their own issues, but it looks like they're um, they're back together as a unit here. And the six-man tag. I forgot about this. Did not know that this is a thing. I think I brought this up already, but you can I don't bring get it up again. I don't get the Deborah thing. I really don't. With Mongo and with everybody, Deborah never went like half the half the roster. I don't find her attractive at all. And I, and you can think I'm full of shit. She can sit down right next to me at a bar. I'm talking 97 Deborah. 97 like, Deborah sits right next to me at a bar. Be like, I'm ready to go, and I'm like, I ain't. <laughs> I think Deborah was probably the first older woman that kind of gave me my MILF complex. Really? Uh, yeah. I, I just don't I get it. I really don't. Man. Her, I really don't. Her and Terry. Go, uh, Marlena. Terry, I kind I, I get a little bit more. But uh, even Terry didn't really do it for me. Uh, that, um, I don't know. My, my, my girls were Kimberly, Stacy. Yeah, she was, yeah, she was yeah, hot. I don't know. Keebler was hot. Keebler would come after this era. Um, like this is gross what I'm about to say, but you know it's kind of whatever. If I was gonna trade in my wife for somebody, it would be for Stacy Keebler, not Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't trade in my wife, yeah. but well, uh, I'm just saying. Yeah, that's what the, you know. That's what these. You know. Anyway, we talked about like, Stone Cold lost half his fortune to Deborah. I'm sorry. That's that. Deborah. Yeah, I'm sure he's doing fine for himself. Okay. And I'm, I'm sure if he was a smart guy, he probably had a prenup put in place before he married. I don't her. think he did. I, I think he literally lost half his shit. By the way, I don't know. <clears throat> Buff the stuff. Always been been a fan. Yeah, he's uh, he's on the comeback trail. Not Is he? The, not wrestling wise, but I mean, he's um. Is they doing like podcasts and shit? Um, no, he's uh. He's living with DDP. He's a part of that whole uh, accountability crew. Oh. He's trying to get his life back together. It, 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 uh, what kind of... What, what oh, kind he's, of... he's trying to, you know, be in it, better shape health-wise. Okay. Um, he was... He, he had a... I, I believe he had a substance abuse issue. And he was part of... You know, he's... DDP took him in. Yeah. Um, um poor... But he's, I... had a, he's had a negative rep for a number of years. Buff. Um, following his very, very short run in WWF yeah. after the... And one match, right? Perch, one or two, I think. Okay. He had the one match with Booker T that people abomination. Thought it, look, it wasn't fucking Steamboat Flair, but people really shit on that match. I don't get why. I really don't. Did you think it was that bad? Like, I'll have like, to go back and watch where, it. Where it's like, oh, this guy has no no, no reason to be in the ring type of shit? I don't know Vince. Vince saw this and be like, this guy has no reason to be in the ring. I, I'll have to watch it, but I just don't remember it being very good. Yeah. Um... It should have been the what what I think what what, what hurt was really like, bad. It was the main event. It was if it was like a mid card match, I think it would have survived it. That and the fact that like, I hate to say it, but excuse me, um, you, you know that was your first representation of WCW on WWF programming as a part of the invasion. Yeah. You know, and then like you said, you put that in the main event. If it was mid card, I don't think it would have been that big of a deal. I, well, I wouldn't say that it wouldn't have been that big of a deal, but I think, I don't know. I just, I was, I, I, 
I don't know. The invasion was what it was. It wasn't very good. Yeah. And you started off like that with Booker T and Buff. It didn't... um, It it wasn't the glory days of WCW. Let's just put it that way. I was still... I still remembered, you know, Booker T um, winning the WCW title after the, the, the work shoot with Jarrett and Hogan and Buff Bagwell's mother, Judy Bagwell, on a forklift, you know? Like, it wasn't, you know, the NWO and WCW. <laughs> yeah. It, those were the glory days of WCW, and that was the first representation. Who, who would you say was, like, the biggest star for, like, the the invasion? DDP? That's the thing. They didn't have any of the stars. They didn't have any stars. You're right. Yeah. They didn't. That's why they had to put Austin in the mix. So we got Virgil here making a run in. Yay! Like, oh, oh. <laughs> I just read out, found out recently that Virgil had some uh, some health issues. He suffered a stroke. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, and he called out Ted DiBiase on on social media for not uh, checking on him. And, uh, and oh, for fuck's sake! Yeah. That, that, what? I've heard Virgil's burned a fair amount of bridges yeah. over the years in wrestling. As we see, the Horseman stand tall. Looks like the this match is over. Referee called for the bell. We got a disqualification. Nick Patrick. Yep. Signal for the bell. And it looks like we are going to commercial. And we will come back from the commercial break with a raucous crowd. It's, it's It looks like a definitely sellout. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yep. 100% sellout there. WCW was filling the buildings. And we got a video package for Kevin Sullivan and Benoit. Let's take a listen. Career match, Bash the Beach, Benoit and Sullivan. Who's this going to be, you think? Cannon? Mortis? Yeah, Mortis, yeah. Maybe. Probably. I always loved... I, I, yeah, we talked about this it. That's what I love about gimmick wrestlers. They get entrances like this. this and I don't know. Big dark flashy yeah. lights there. I'm going, yeah, with uh, Mortis, yeah. Yeah, we talked about it on the last episode where, you know... the capitalizing on the Mortal Kombat theme and you were a big fan. Yeah. That's Adam Bomb on the on the left. That is right? Adam yeah. Bomb, yes. And Mortis would eventually become Canyon. You have and who's that guy in the back? I always liked him. James and, Vandenberg. Yeah, what does he call himself now though? Um, Father Jim Mitchell. Yeah, thank you. He was Abyss's manager in yeah. TNA. He did some stuff I liked him. with ECW with Mikey Whipwreck and Tajiri. I thought he was a good talker. Yeah. I, I thought he added to the Abyss presentation, even though Abyss looked like a poor man's version of mankind. Sadly, you're right. Yeah, there was. I mean, Cause what, that, cause that, I, was, you could argue he's my Mount Rushmore of big man. In terms of working, 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 ability, work, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not talking about full package, no. Yeah, but I'm just for for like, oh my god, I got I, 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 it would have been my wrestling white dream to see him in the Undertaker Mania. But uh, it almost happened. Yeah, I know. You heard you heard that story before. I right? did a million times. Yeah. yeah. 
From him, from the abyss. From Dreamer, yeah. Dreamer was working in WWE, and he he said they they want you, and they want you to do something with Undertaker. A media, how you say no to that? What the fuck was he thinking? I think I've heard stories. That must keep him up at night. It has to. I've heard stories that he's he 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 was he's very insecure and anxious, suffers from anxiety okay. to the point where like he was very like overly. Critical of himself. Like, no offense. Work. Have you ever seen Without the Mask? Yeah. It's a mess. <laughs> I just say it. <laughs> he uh, works behind uh, the scenes for WWE. And, and by Miracles of Miracles, Abyss, if you already listened to this podcast, I fucking love you. Yeah. But, like... I actually hung out with him. Yeah? Years ago. I, TNA did a house show. Um, or they were scheduled to do a house show in Connecticut at the Oakdale yeah. Theater. And somehow there was a issue with the, with the fire... The, the fire codes with the building and the show got shut down before it even happened. And the big conspiracy was, was that WWE shut it down because TNA was coming into their turf. So I, I had a friend of mine who was with some of the TNA wrestlers. It was Abyss, uh, uh, Petey Williams, another Chris Harris, and James Storm. Yeah, it looks like looks like we're going to have another one. You Blake. can't do back-to-back matches or run-ins. That was a thing with WCW at this time. Even though the storylines were pretty good and there was some really good stuff, the finishes were not the best. And there was at least a, there was at least a fair amount of run-ins um, on every show. And, well, and so this match lasted literally thirty seconds. That's fine run-ins. with me. I didn't really. Care yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay with it too. But like, why? I just don't get it. I'm okay with one run running in a show. They didn't. Ha- it sounds like they didn't have someone that really knew how to construct finishes for their for their matches. No kidding. I mean, this was this felt like they just shoved these guys on TV just to get them on TV when they probably could have dedicated more time to someone else. Yeah. Or to or to you know you could have gotten a few more minutes out of Eddie Guerrero and Dean Malenko like you mentioned earlier, as opposed to this nonsense. <laughs> This Mortal Kombat shit that, like I said, I wasn't a fan of. I loved Mortal Kombat and I loved gimmick wrestling and yeah. all that stuff, but that uh, I just don't. I I just don't get two runs in a row. Yeah, two runs in one show is too much. Yeah. I don't see what they're gonna do next. I don't know. Looks like they're 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 getting them out of the ring. I don't know if this was a. It seems very. Um, it was such a great show until like ten minutes ago. Yeah, it seemed very un uh, unorganized, right? Yeah, now. like they they probably just told him like, all right, you guys got like a minute and a half before we go to commercials, so we got a limousine here. Looks like they're hyping up the Impact player that's supposed to be debuting for WCW, Kurt Henning. Wink, wink, nudge, mm-hmm. nudge. What do we got here? Who's coming out? Did they do the reveal already? I don't think they do the reveal. I think they oh. tease it. Then the camera comes, and then the door shuts. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this being a big deal back then. I was like, who is it? You know? Yeah. I think even, like, I think there were even some names that weren't even on the roster that were, that were like, RVD, I think, was one that was kind of rumored because he had that falling out with ECW. How amazing would that have been if RVD would have walked out? That would have been kind of cool. Yeah. That would have been kind of cool. I'll, I'll say that. Then you, I, had, then you got an RVD Raven in WCW. How cool would that have been? Yeah, I don't think we ever got to see that, did we? No. Oh, my God. Bash at the beach. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for um, Easter eggs with the girls, but I didn't recognize it. Yeah, I don't think there was anybody there. No. 
commercial here, Bash at the Beach commercial, Hogan and Rodman against Lex Luthor and the Giant, as Dennis Rodman mm-hmm. would say. One of the biggest moments in wrestling, in my opinion, was when, when, uh, or at least in WCW, was Rodman's involvement. I mean, he was such a fucking lightning rod yeah. controversy that he he was. Then one time he, I may be wrong. I was so stoned when I watched uh, the Last Dance. I enjoyed it, but I was I was smoking weed and through all the episodes. But that that didn't even mention. He did a hiatus from the Bulls. Said I'm going on a little vacation. Yeah. And like left for 10 days. Yeah. But then at 10 days, didn't he go on WCW? Yeah. <laughs> he skipped practice. <laughs> to go to WCW, right? Yeah. So he so it, that was in 98. This is 97 okay. we're watching. But in 98, he, he, it was during the playoffs. And he told Phil Jackson, I need a break. And he said, I just need to take a couple of days to myself. And Phil Jackson was kind of back and forth about it. And I guess he went to Michael Jordan and said, you know, what should I do? And Jordan told him, you let him go. He's not coming back. I'm telling you, it's not a good idea. Don't let him go. And Phil Jackson said, you know, went against Jordan's request and said, okay, I will, you know, I I will uh, let him. Oh, there it is. There's Raven. Um, He told, he told Robin, you could take 48 hours. Well, 48 hours came and went. Rodman showed up on Nitro and hit DDP with a chair to set up the match with DDP and Malone against Hogan and Rodman, and then he disappeared and he was in Vegas. And the story was was that Jordan, once the 48 hours came and went and Rodman never showed up, Jordan and Phil Jackson got on a plane and went to Vegas and brought Rodman back and... They took a private jet. They flew to Vegas. They got Rodman back. And Rodman practiced that day, hung over, and, smell, and like <laughs> after like three days of drinking nonstop without even going to sleep, just nonstop partying, Rod, he, he went to practice that day. And Jordan said that the whole gym smelled like booze because, <laughs> Rod, because Rodman was sweating it all out. Oh, that's so gross. Double J. Double J. Double J, Jeff Jarrett. That's J-E-double-F. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Cur- currently the senior vice president of live events for WWE. He works in the office. He helps b- book the, the 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 house shows. Okay. I didn't know they were doing house shows. They are. They're not. They, 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 so they're, they're running. Oh, hey, no. They're yeah, running. Right? Yeah, and that was the thing about WCW back then. That that audience, that 18 to 49, they yeah. had some like, like college girls, like hot. Like there was a fair amount of women in the audience that watched wrestling. A lot of them went with their boyfriends, but some of them actually were into it. But, um, yeah, they're booking house shows currently. They they don't run like a Raw tour and a SmackDown tour. They kind of do super shows and they mix the rosters. So they run two tours, you know, a week. And then, um, but like they mix like the best of each group and, okay. you know, and, into the tours. With the exception of certain guys like a Randy Orton or a Roman Reigns, yeah. those guys don't work as much on the house shows. I'm doing like Madison Square Garden or yeah, whatever. they'll work the big ones. Yeah, yeah. the Garden, L.A. Yeah, but they're not. They're, yeah, they're not going to work work like a Blue Blue Meadows or whatever. Yeah, or, or you yeah. know, the Hampton Beach Casino yeah. Ballroom. Like they're not working. They're not working the Cape Cod Convention yeah. Center. You know, I blew my mind one time that uh, that ten in Hyannisport. I was staying in Hyannis for a week. And they actually did uh, SmackDown there once. I thought they that was did, pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, so it was funny because um, 
in the summertime, WWE used to do like, they used to call them um, uh, tent shows. They used to do like uh, Hampton Beach, Casino Ballroom, Cape Cod. Um, and I think they even did like a, like a, like a, um, a festival in like Maine or something. Um, and Daryl and I actually went and saw them in Hampton Beach, the Casino Ballroom. The, the house show was, yeah. it was awful. It was like, the main event was like, Kofi Kingston, Matt Hardy against like Carlito and like Cody Rhodes or something. All right, yeah, I mean, it. it was like the B. It was like yeah. the B squad of the B squad. <laughs> like it was. How much? How much was the ticket? Do you remember? Oh, I don't remember. Okay, I don't remember. But Daryl and I went because we, we were in Hampton Beach that okay. week, and so we went to the show. It was fun, you know. It was a small little like venue. Like it looked like a like a high school gym, you know, the the, the ballroom itself. Yeah, but um. But that's funny. You could say, uh, if you ever see, uh, if he ever does win a championship and he comes back from his injury, you can see him live. You can be like, yep, saw him in the Bingo Hall. Now yeah. saw him in the yep. arena. Oh, yeah. Saw him at the Hampton <laughs> Beach Casino and Ballroom. Saw him at WrestleMania. Yeah. That's wild. Conan Double J. Yep. This was before I think Conan was in the NWO. I think he was like, this is like the in between phase between Dungeon of Doom and, and NWO. And then Jeff Jarrett, this was this was four horsemen right here. That uh Conan's work his best work in my in my opinion, of course, was Wolfpack. Do you think that's I and now now I'm just really, really reaching for, for Hall of Fame stuff. Is there any chance he gets in for that stuff? I think it. I think he was. Conan, I think he was MVP of that 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 group. I really do. He had a, he had great. He did great work in the in the Wolfpack. He helped make it cool. Okay, like I said on the last show, the Wolfpack was kind of like WCW's answer to DX. Yeah, and he really made that group like a cool rebel type of gang, you know, or a stable of sorts. But yeah, I think he gets Hall of Fame, and here's why: the stuff he did in Mexico. Hulk Hogan, or I'm sorry, Conan was the Hulk Hogan of Mexico. That's true. You know, he was on television shows and soap operas. He's a huge star in Mexico. Huge. To this day, he helps book AAA, and he, he might make a one-off or an appearance, not wrestling-wise, yeah. but just to, you know, they might advertise him for the shows, like to make an appearance, and he's still a draw. He's, 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 he helped bring... He helped bring Lucha Libre to... Oh, we got a Four Horsemen appearance. I think this is... Honestly, now that I'm watching this, I think this is the night they kicked Jeff Jarrett out of the Horsemen. We'll play... Oh, okay. I think they, they cut a promo after this. We'll play it. But um, but the... Oh, co- yeah. Spit in his face. Yeah, that wouldn't be allowed in 2022 with COVID and everything. But um, one of my favorite... Well, I'm sorry to cut you off, but one of my favorite uh, hidden gem matches with uh, Conan and Ric Flair. But anyway. Conan... Um, Conan helped bring Lucha Libre to the United States, both in ECW and in WCW. Okay. He was instrumental in Rey Mysterio and Hoovy and Psychosis in ECW. And then he took all those guys and brought them over to WCW. When Bischoff was launching Nitro, as we see the finish here, Flair helping yeah. Jeff Jarrett defeat Conan here. And it looks like we're going to have ourselves a, a little uh, post-match uh, celebration slash... Um, Kicking out of the horseman group here. Is he the, the U.S. champion right now? Yes. 
Jesus. Yes, he was. He was the United States champion. I believe he beat Eddie Guerrero for okay. that, or or Dean Malenko. I forget who else. But all right, let's let's take a listen here. We are currently at one hour, twelve minutes, and thirty-two seconds and counting. So they show the replay here. Keith Lee. Yeah, I see you had your support group with you, the four horsemen together again. No, they were never apart. Because like I said on Saturday night, the only thing that came between me and the other horsemen was a little tinge of professional jealousy. Because Arn Anderson, Mongo, and Benoit have one thing in common. I beat them all. But this man, oh yeah, the nature boy, the only true icon in WCW. 13 times Tried and tried and tried to conform 
What he didn't realize is that the horsemen are about non-conformity because we are non-conformists. You had the opportunity, Jared, and you shagged it all up. Here's what I don't like about this. Yeah. Flair does the big reveal. You're no longer a horseman. Yep. That well, should have been the end of it. Should have been a beatdown. Or they should have, yeah, beat him down at the end. Yep. Instead, they let Jarrett, you know, it was like Jarrett had to get the last word in. Like, they yep. should, Jarrett should have sold it. Like, he's pissed that he got kicked out of the group. Instead, he just walked out. Like, save the, save the line about being the one to pull the trigger next week. You know? You don't have to get that all in there. I just thought that was... It was really weird. I, I thought, yeah... Oh, oh look at this. Favorite moments. Here we go. Here we go. The lawn dart. Whee! Boom. <laughs> My mind was blown when that first happened. Classic Nitro spot there. Yep. Looks like they're uh, they're building up here with this Kevin Nash Rey Mysterio thing, and it might happen actually on this. On All right. The, on this night. So so Nash gonna wrestle twice? No. Because they, they announced Hall, Nash, and Savage against DDP, Giant, and Luger as the main event. So Nash is going to wrestle maybe. Mysterio and then have a match with with um, the other. It looks like it. Okay. Okay, interesting. And this wouldn't be the first time these two... Well, this, I think, is the That's first time. That's a nice time. portrait. That is a nice little airbrush deal there. I like that. Um, they did the Giant Killer thing a couple years later. You remember when, they, when Mysterio oh. lost his mask and... and, he, and uh. <laughs> You remember that? Yeah, but I'm thinking you're talking about the time when Nash dropped the giant in his fucking. Oh, head. that was yeah. Oh, what the fuck were they thinking? But yeah. anyway, yeah, I do. I do remember that the giant killer. Yeah. 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 Oh, and whoever I thought um, Mysterio losing the match was was smart was fucking stupid. Yeah, that wasn't. I heard he fought that to the end. I heard he fought that one to the very end with Bischoff. I think I would have walked out if I'm if I was Mysterio. And then. When he came back, when he went to WWE, I think he came right back on. <laughs> yeah, they, they told him that they wanted him to wear the mask, and he, oh, yeah. he had no problem with it. The thing was, was that you know the the traditions in Mexico um, were if you lost the mask, you didn't put it back on. Um, so he changed his gimmick to uh, Junior, right? Yeah, well, yeah, they, they just dropped the Junior moniker. Oh, when, okay. When he went to WWE. Um, there wasn't uh they didn't acknowledge him as junior. Oh boy. Oh, look what we got here. Oh nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that had to hurt in real life. That had the heart. There's, unless he's wearing a cup, that had the heart. <laughs> that was <laughs> I love Nash, I do. You know what's funny though? I, I I didn't like Nash and Impact. I didn't like Nash. At least I didn't like him that much in WWE. But I love I love WCW Nash. Love him. Yeah. I I mean I I liked Diesel, and I didn't have um any issues with Diesel. The uh, when he turned um when when he turned heel towards the end of his WWE run. Um, I think that's when we start to see more of the cooler Kevin Nash. Yep. Ooh, they're going to just like that? Probably here. Oh, I know Ray did beat him, but yeah, that, you, the, say that you said a year later. I think, yeah, they, they did the giant killer thing like okay. a year later. This was like a little TV angle. 
Boom. Oh, nice. So. He dropped him. As they say, like a bad habit. Once he got to put his foot on him. Yep. In the, yeah. One, two. Look like his foot is under the rope. Is Could it? be. Controversial. Could be. Yeah, from this angle, you can see, yeah, that his foot Look is like his big toe is over the rope. Yeah. I mean, under the rope. Oh, you know. here we go oh, again. Yeah. Here we go. Another one. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Folded him up. Oh! <laughs> Nails the referee. Old sling blade there. And up. Oh. Did he just. There's another guy who lost the match. This is driving me nuts. But this is I, this is how it starts him being, him in the NWO. Because he, cause he has a relationship with Ray behind the scenes. So the, this is how they, they introduce Conan into the NWO eventually. Let's play the audio for this. Thankfully, someone needs to come in here and stop this. Enough already. Conan's got the guts. He'll fight you. Yeah, that's right. He will. Pull the man out of the ring. Be the best thing for him to do. Just pull him out of the ring. Take him back. So there'll be no more pain, no more punishment. What's he saying? You gonna go through me now? Little nod. Little nod on both on both ends there. What's he is he running away from Conair? What are you doing here? He's he's like, the I thought ass. he was gonna grab the ref. He's gonna drag him to safety. Oh, it's the key of the sunrise? Like it doesn't look like he's gonna drag him to safety. Oh no. This starts the uh, the the introduction to Conan and the NWO. They don't fully like. Was he ever black and white? It, he was. Okay. Yeah, he was like it, the the Wolf Pack was. You know, they used to have like the little divisions in the group. Like there yeah. was, you know, Hall Nash and Six, and they kind of put Conan in that little foursome. Um, they'd have him tag with Bagwell, but he was. An, I liked him in the NWO. He, I thought he was a, a, a cool addition into the NWO. He made sense. Uh, but this is the start of getting him there uh, by associating him with, you know, with Ray at first. Yeah. And then um, it's kind of a mystery. Like they, they speculate, oh, well, is he in the NWO now? Because he just attacked Ray, et cetera. And then I think they reveal it like a couple of weeks later. I think not too long after this, he, he gets put in a group. So I think it's a pretty obvious um, um, uh, opinion question. Yeah. But do you have a favorite time when Ray Mysterio got a kayfabe injury? Do I have a favorite time? Yeah. And there's a million of them. That's what makes it so great. I thought the stuff that they... I thought they, that that spot he did with Big Show when he got tied and that to the is actually, Oh my God, that's my favorite by far. And Big Show swung here. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Face first. Anyway. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm down with that as we see Mike yep. today with Raven. Let's, let's take a listen to this. Patience. Let's see if we can get some background. Let's see if we can find out why you're here tonight. Are you a spectator at the event this evening? Did you buy a ticket? What about Diamond Dallas Page and a mystery partner? Can you shed any light on that? Are you involved with Diamond Dallas Page? We know you have a history with him. Raven, there have been rumors that you've been negotiating with World Championship Wrestling. Well, I guess he's not going to shed any light on any contract talks. Let's go to the ring and Dave Pence for more Nitro. <laughs> I got in the background. It was pretty funny. 
So I, what kind of history did Raven and DDTB have? I never heard about this history. They... they Is it kayfabe or, for, or is it real? It's not, oh, both, both kayfabe okay. and real. But I mean, um, when Raven was the Scotty Flamingo character in WCW, do you remember... It was like early nineties. Oh yeah, him and DDP kind of tagged up. They were like a little, like they were like a group. Like him. I took me a second. And Nash yeah. was a part of that too. Is Vinny Vegas? Is that why he has that little thing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why he's got that that wig on. I have no idea why. Greg, he looks like Vinny Vegas there, doesn't he? Anyway, maybe. Well, this is our main event here: Hall, Nash, and 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 Savage, with accompanied by good for Nash for doing Miss uh, Elizabeth back to back matches. Man. Even though it was a squash, obviously, but it was still... Yeah, it's Elizabeth. I am angry that she is still not alive. I know, me too. So Fucking uh, Lex Luger, piece of shit, motherfucker. Yeah, well, Luger... Uh, I know, people are saying it's not really his fault as much as, much as we it's originally not, thought. And he also but, but, owned up to the fact that yeah. he was a bad influence on her. He's a different man. He, You're right, she's a grown woman. I don't think he stuffed the drugs in yeah, her Yeah, he mouth. didn't force... He didn't put a yeah. gun to her head and say, take these pills, you know? Yeah. But Luger owns up to it, the fact that Wait, he, the pills? He, I thought it was the heavies. I thought it was like cocaine or like no, heroin was the, or something. No, she, she took some pills and, and, uh, and, and vodka and okay. she was dead. But um, it's going to be a wild main event here. Yeah. It's going to be a short one, though. Yeah. Well, how much time we got left on Can't this? Can't be more yeah. than 10 minutes. Yeah, uh, we're, under, yeah. we're under the nine-minute mark here. So we're almost there. We're almost there towards the end of this watch-along. Hall Nash and... and, and uh, and Savage against DDP, the Giant, and Lex Luthor. The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Okay, let me ask you a Such good shit, pal. What's your prediction? If you bought that, didn't open it up, and you said today, today I'm gonna put it on eBay. How much money do you think you get for that thing? You know, I don't know because I don't. I mean, I, I collect the toys. Yep. Toy. It seems like cards are coming back. Speaking of Kimberly, you were talking about her earlier. Woof. Holy moly! All right, if you're going bang one, uh, you're a married man, so I'm not. No, gonna, you can ask uh, me this question. Let's right, just right. say I'm. If you saying, go, if you're going game bang one, if Kimberly, I wasn't, if I wasn't married, if you were married, yep. yeah, the beautiful uh, Nikki was wasn't in your wife. Yep. Uh, life. Uh, that, 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 who you bang? Uh, Kimberly or Miss Elizabeth? Oh my God, that is the toughest question because Kimberly was a Kimberly was a smoke show. Oh, look too. at her. Yeah, she was a smoke show. She still is. I've seen pictures of her recently. She's still good looking. Yeah, she's like I want to say like like. Did she ever have the kid? Is, is she a mom? I hope she is. Did she I don't ever know. Have a kid? I, I I don't know if she has All children. Right. I know she had to remarry. Her yeah. and DDP. Uh, that's what the big thing was. She wanted kids and he didn't. Right. I don't know if that was a part of it. All right. I, I thought that's what it was. I don't remember. You could be yeah. right. I thought that was, that was like remember. the big thing. Yeah. I don't remember. But that's why I said that. I hope she's a mom. Gun to the head, man. Yeah. All right. Let's play fuck Mary kill. How about that? Yeah. All right. Kimberly, Miss Elizabeth, yep. Deborah. Oh, you know me. I don't like Deborah. So you're gonna kill her. Oh yeah, she's that's 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 throwing Stacey Keebler to make it hard for me. All right, here we go. Kimberly, Miss Elizabeth, Stacey Keebler. Fuck Mary, kill. Let's go. So my opinion, Stacey's the hottest. The uh, Elizabeth is is the most famous fame and fame and like stature like my boss or whatever mm-hmm. that shit turns me on power 
a woman of power and uh, and fame like turns me on. So mm-hmm. so of course Liz has the most. I go with Kimberly because I think she's the most complete package. Who, wait, who uh, are you gonna marry? So who, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't get the question. I thought, I thought I thought I thought it was just who I'm gonna bang. Anyway, yeah, uh, oh, okay, kill. okay. Fuck Mary, kill. Oh, fuck Stephanie Stacy Keyboard. Or Stacy, I'm fucking. Um, oh my god, and then I'm. Yeah, yeah, I hate to say, oh my it's god. It's tough, right? Yeah, I, I hate to say because, because I'm killing someone who's actually dead, but then I revealed my answer. Yeah, I'm fucking Stacy, I'm marrying Kimmy, and I'm killing Liz. With a heavy heart, I'm killing Liz. I'm killing Keebler. Yep. Okay? Even though she's a beautiful woman, I'm yep. killing her because somebody's got to go. I'm fucking Kimberly. And I'm married, Miss Elizabeth. These are all not, there's no wrong answer there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no wrong answer there. Yeah. Oh my God. Look at him. Look, just look at Kim. Jeez. Yeah. She added to his, to his presentation. Oh, totally. Too. Totally. She added to DDP's presentation. I thought it was, I, I thought it was a smart move to put her with yeah. him. She turned on him though for an, an angle. Didn't when they she? did that when 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 Russo and Bischoff were together, they had that, that new blood group. They, oh they yeah, had, that's terrible. Yeah, she she turned on him. That was terrible. That that didn't last very long either, because I think like two months later she quit WCW because she had some issues with uh, with with Scott Steiner, as we're we're off yeah. and running now. Then she was in that movie, right? She, I don't remember seeing her in a movie. I think she, she was in... She had uh, her tits. Yeah, I'm like, was, what? Uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin. Yeah, you're right. 40-Year-Old yeah. Virgin. Yeah, like blew this, my mind. Speed dating thing. Yeah. And that had to be, what, early 2000s? Something like that. Yeah, yeah she was a total smoke show. We got chaos. Yeah. We got a good brawl here. And this, to me, like, for Nitro... This was a pay-per-view main event on paper. When you look at the, the, the six guys in that ring, that's a main. That's a pay-per-view main event. You could main event the Great American Bash or a Slamboree with this match. It's right kinda, you got to write about that. You know, look at the look at the talent in that ring. Every single one of them, with the exception of yeah. Big Show and Luger, are all even in the a, Hall of Fame. Is this even a? This is not even a go home, right? The, the no, this isn't a go home nitro. Yeah, it's crazy. This is like two weeks before the Bash at the Beach pay-per-view, okay. and they they have this they have this match on. On uh, on free TV, and heading into this pay per view, it's already been advertised: Savage and Hall against DDP and a mystery partner. We don't know who that partner is. Luger and the Giant are going to face Rodman and Hogan. Nash isn't advertised to be on the card, but still, you have big implications for Bash at the Beach that are are intertwined into this match. Yeah. That's the one thing about Nitro that I always liked was you knew the end, like. We could say that the finishes to the matches sucked, okay? We could say that there was a botch here or too many run-ins or whatever, but the endings to Nitros were always like, oh, man, I can't wait till next week. You're kind of right about that. Like, they had these, they had cliffhanger endings. Like, yeah. the, the the famous line from Tony Schiavone, fans, we're out of time. We got to go. We'll see you next week. The tape machines are rolling. Mm-hmm. Like, that made, like, that just made you hang on to the edge of your seat as a kid. Like, oh, man, I can't wait till Nitro. Or if I didn't watch it, I'd have to watch the 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 the, um, the highlights on Saturday night. And yeah. then eventually Nitro used to replay. They used to air the replay at, after the the airing, the original airing. So if Nitro aired from 8 to 10, they would air the replay at 11. And then eventually when they went to three hours, they just did a full replay after the original airing. So you got to, you had a chance to watch Nitro within a six-hour period. It was wild. Just like this match here. There's no, no tags. 
It's just a big old brawl here. Yeah, there's. I think even, uh, well, obviously we're not, we're not listening to sound, but we can I, play the audio if you no, want. No, no, no. I'm saying that did they ring? They actually ring a bell, but you can tell the way the the, the rest mannerisms that he did. Yeah. So they, they they never really. Yeah. He's just there to just make sure that yeah. nobody's dead. Pretty much is what it is. Look, he's, he's doing. Look what he's doing. Stuff. He's getting. He's counting. The, he's counting for them to get out of the corner. Yeah. But there's four other guys in the match. Yeah, but I, I would hate the rougher match like this. I would hate it. I figure. I'm, I'm guessing probably due to time constraints, they just said let's just go in there hot yeah. like this. You know, the last four or five minutes, let's just go in there hot. You know, let's actually play the audio for this. The giant, the the worst oh my god he barely hit him yeah Thirty-four minutes, thirty seconds. We're currently at right now. So we're watching the final moments of this nitro with the audio on. the wig at first. It is a wig. Okay. I say there's no way someone would have that haircut. Here's Sting. Sting single handedly has run out. Oh, 
See, good yeah, ending, good. right? Yeah, great ending. And you know, what, you know what's disappointing. Looking back on it, a couple things. Okay, that ending I thought was really great. Cliffhanger stuff, you know, like ah, oh, I gotta watch Nitro next week, see what's gonna happen. So, Kurt Henning was kind of alluded to as the Impact Player of sorts, okay, for WCW. DDP had a mystery partner. It would eventually come to be that Kurt Henning was DDP's mystery partner. They would announce it at the pay-per-view. Yeah. But I don't know why they didn't have Kurt do something with the NWO to maybe reveal that he was the mystery partner. Did they want us to wait to order the pay-per-view to see who the mystery partner was? Did they want to keep us guessing with the Raven thing? And then Raven, jumping over the railing, gets involved. He's he's already in like a high-profile situation with the NWO, and then... He backs off and he's not, he doesn't do anything with them. That to me was disappointing that, like, the way that that was all set up, there wasn't any real fault. Why did Raven jump over the guardrail? Why did Raven confront the NWO? You know, was Raven there to help DDP? Yeah. Nothing really came of that. And then a few weeks later, Raven's wrestling Stevie Richards on TV. So the follow up I thought was the shits, but ending, like I said, Top notch, absolutely, definitely, definitely, definitely yeah. a fun nitro. I'm glad that you were you, you came over and we got we got to do this. Yeah, one. totally. Yeah, so uh, that does it for us this week here on Kicking Out It Two as we take another stroll down memory lane in the year 1997. I think the next time we're gonna do this again, Dennis, we'll probably cover maybe a Raw's War from 97. Right, cool. Maybe we'll do Bash at the Beach. I'll leave. I'm gonna leave that one up to you. De- right, cool. Dealer's choice. What do you want to do? You want to do a Monday Night Raw from 1997, or do you want to watch Bash at the Beach from 1997? That would take it by ear, yeah. All right, yeah. there we go. Yeah. So you never know when we're going to drop a recording, but we'll, soon, we'll we will soon in the next few weeks, uh, and you'll find out what we do when it comes to uh, 1997. It's either Raw or Bash at the Beach. So with that being said, it's time to put the show officially down for the three count, and we'll see you all next time.